perfect, perfect, perfect. I like it. I love it. I love it. Michael, man, we got the... Okay, what camera I'm on? Make sure I'm on the right camera. Hold on. Did my, is my view change? Did my view change? No, I'm seeing you with the FIK failure is knowledge in the, in the top left. Yeah, no, that, that's it. There you go. Yeah, right there. Okay. Do you see the FaceTime? The FaceTime one? Mm, no, I but no, I don't see a FaceTime. What do you There's see now? I see, I see split screen. Okay. There we go. Let me. Are we live? Uh, we record. Okay. Let but me. Let I, me. I, shut I, up. Let me turn off the slide record real quick. Okay. 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 Hey, I'm about to do a podcast. I'm gonna call you back. No, we about to do a podcast right now. You all right? Yeah, I, uh, take a picture and send it to me. All right. Okay, so I think this this is better now. Wait, what just happened? Uh, it's, it switched back to, to, to uh, one screen. Okay, here we go. Add right. Two screen now? Yeah. No, well, you, I see two of you. You see two of me? Yeah, yeah I see both. I see you oh. on both sides. <laughs> okay, hello. Let me, let me. Okay. Okay, nope. Not that one. Still two with me? Wait, where you just go? Oh, I pressed the wrong button. My bad. <laughs> My bad. Okay. Uh, nope. Guess in the green room. Why are you in the green room? Um, I don't know how to add you to the. That I add you. Can you hear me? Uh huh. There you go. There you go. Can you hear me? I can. can okay, you cool. I'm on the wrong camera. Okay. We're going to figure this out, Michael. <laughs> oh, swipe there. Okay. There you go. Okay. Stop clearing this. So I'm happy to be your guinea pig, man. <laughs> I appreciate it. The, the, yeah, the technology, it is crazy. This software is actually amazing. Yeah. Why did why did you why did you uh uh switch up? What were you using before this? Uh I was using StreamYard. Oh, okay. So you can't use Zoom or anything like that? I can. Mm -hmm. But I think this one's a lot better. I think this one's oh. a lot better. This software is like incredible. Is this uh, paid or is it free? It's paid. It's forty nine ninety nine a month. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. It has a lot of a lot of um, a lot of different. You can stream on ten different platforms, and then you can like it, it's a lot. I don't know how to describe. I'm looking at everything. It 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 is a lot. It is a lot. That's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good.
So you, you want to start a podcast? Get the get e cam. Yeah, all right, cool. I don't know if you know. Honestly, I don't know if I want to start a podcast or, you know, I mean, I I really don't. And you know, like social media, I'm like, I don't really want. You know, I mean, because because when you go to social media and you know podcasts and all that, it's great. Um, you know, to put yourself out there. You know, but me, I don't really want to be put out there. I don't, I don't want to put myself out there. I just, I just, I, I want to build what I'm building, but I don't really want, you know, any kind of recognition or I don't want, you know, a lot of people to know who I am. You know what I mean? It's not, to me, that's not like not part of what I'm trying to accomplish. You know, I don't, I, and, and it's hard because when you look at like, okay, if you want to be successful in business, like especially real estate, you can't be, you, you can't be a secret agent, right? <laughs> You can't be a secret agent, but, you know, so you have to, you have to network, you have to know people, you have to, you know, build your, build your base, you know, but it, to me, I'm like, I, I just, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want, you know, like, like you being a politician, you know, you're a politician, everybody knows who you are. I don't want that. I don't want everybody to know what, you know, I just want, I just want to, 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 to build my empire and just fly under the radar. That's all I want to do. <laughs> Man, you said that perfect. Because it's a lot. It is, man. Listen, this is this is just one thing that that I'm working on. That you know what I mean. You was able to see it. it, it it's it's really confusing. Well, and it's not confusing. It's so much to intake if you're not really practicing and learning how to understand it. That's when it becomes overwhelming. So I understand exactly where you're coming from because flying beneath the radar radar is actually good. But like you just mentioned, you don't want to be a secret agent. <laughs> you know, what I mean? you know. But I, 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 I started a wholesaling business. Okay. A real estate wholesaling business, and um, I started the business about two months ago, and I'm, I'm, I'm closing in on my first deal. I haven't, I haven't got the first deal yet, but I feel like I'm closing in action. Let's take a look at a property today, and um, so you know, if I can make this work for me, and I feel like it is, I'm going to be successful at it. Um, you know, I don't have to worry about being, you know, a real estate agent and I don't have to worry about, you know, building, building a base and, you know, putting myself out there. It's more of just like, you know, I mean, I've got people making call, making cold calls for me, you know, and then all I got to do is do, deal directly with the home, the, the homeowner, the seller, and then work with the buyer, you know, and that's pretty much like you know, my involvement. I don't have to go out and build the client base, like a traditional real estate agent, put myself out there and all that. You know, that's not what I'm I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do. I feel more of like a, I, I like, I like to be like more of like a Dr. Dre, okay. you know, where people know who he is, but you never see him in mm-hmm. public. Right? Mm-hmm. right. That's more of like, like where I, I want to be, you know, that, that was a great comparison. So, Okay. We, when it started, we, we have started. I'm glad we started that way because a lot of times people see the success but don't understand what it takes to get there, right? So, and it's really special that you agreed to do the podcast with me, to do the conversation with me because you have so much wisdom, you have so much knowledge. And oftentimes we don't think we can gain that knowledge as wisdom as people that's looking on, on the outside in. So, Michael, man, I, I do want to appreciate you for coming. I do want to. Uh, show my gratitude for your time. You know what I mean. So we we gonna already we already dove in in the beginning. So who are you? What are you doing? Where are you from? Well, um, 
you know, don't thank me for my time. Thank, thank you for having me. <laughs> I appreciate it. It's always nice to talk to you. I really admire who you are, you know, what you're trying to do, what you're trying to accomplish. I, I, I see, you know, uh, all the success in the world coming to you, you know. So uh, let me say that first of all. Um, I'm from L.A., uh, born and raised in L.A. Um, <clears throat> I, um, you know, grew up in um, I grew up in the ghetto. You know, my family was on welfare, went through a whole the struggle of, you know, growing up with not much and, you know, having to work hard and, you know, start from the bottom, work hard to actually become something. You know, I mean, I've, I've you, you know, I was actually <clears throat> just watching a video a minute ago. It was Steve Harvey talking about Michael Jordan. And he said that Michael Jordan um, took about 950 game winning uh, shots, but only made about 145 of them. But nobody talks about the 700 and uh, what, 67 or, or 757 shots that he missed, but they talk about the 143 they made, mm -hmm. right? My numbers probably don't add up correctly, but that's not the point, right? <laughs> point is, the point is that you're going to miss many shots in your life, but it's not about the, many, the, the, it's not about the number of shots that you miss. It's about the number of shots that you make. Right. So in success, I mean, in life, your sex, your success doesn't depend on, you know, uh, you, you know, how many times you lose. It, it, it all depends on you just not giving up. Basically, that's the point. Right. Just never give up. You know, and, and I'll tell you, I, I, I have failed so many times in my life, not just in business, but life in general, you know. And uh, the thing is that when you don't give up. You just keep trying and trying and trying. You're going. You're going to make it. That perseverance is going to pay off. You know, and I think that's. I think that's the key. You know, um, one of the things that I didn't. I didn't know as a young man was that I was going to fail so many times. <laughs> you know, I didn't. I didn't know that. And every time I failed, I looked down. Uh, down on myself. And I. And I've. Just, I, I've. Give, I gave up so many times because I failed, and I just thought. I'm never going to make it. But now, now as, as, as a man, you know, and you can see some knowledge right inside here. Yes, right? sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> that means something right there. That means something. Um, but, you know, with, with the wisdom and experience of life, what you understand is that failures are going to happen. It's inevitable. You're going to fail, but you just don't give up. You continue trying. And if you don't give up, you're going to succeed. And, and, you know, I mean that the, you look at it like this, I think about how many times I failed or quit in my life. And now I don't quit. I've had my real estate license. I've had my real estate license for four years now mm -hmm. and haven't closed the deal, but I haven't gave up. And like I said, a couple minutes ago, I feel like I'm closing in on my first wholesaling deal. Right. And whether it's whether this one, whether this one becomes a deal or not, I'm still not going to give up. I'm going to continue moving forward. And eventually it's going to happen. Mm. You know, I mean, I, I, look, I look at it like this. You also look at um, Colonel Sanders of KFC. He didn't sell his recipe till he was, what, 65 years old? Mm -hmm. The mid, mid to late 60s, I think it was somewhere in the 60s. And he was, was it was it 60 or 70s? 
maybe 70s but i mean you still look i mean the, the, you still look at 60s or 70s right i mean still you you look i mean the story goes that he received what a thousand no's mm. and never gave up until he finally got that yes somebody wanted to buy his recipe and look where it's at right mm-hmm. perseverance perseverance and so yeah i grew up go ahead my apologies i'm sorry i'll just cut you off no, it's all good I, I i grew up in la you know i just I went, I've, I failed, I quit. And, you know, all the, uh, the trials and tribulations and the failures and the quitting, it all taught me, um, you know, um, what, what I know today, which is just don't quit, work hard, you know, have faith in God. Um, or, you know, I mean, whatever, whatever, you know, you believe in, you got to have some kind of, some, some kind of faith to continue pushing on, you know what I mean? And, you know, eventually, you know, you're, you're going to succeed. Mm. <laughs> Excuse me. I like how you just described you had your license for four years, but you haven't closed not one deal, but you still pushing on. Yes, my <laughs> story is phenomenal. No, that is incredible. I love how you use that example. But when you just told George, that made it even, even more impactful because oftentimes we see the success, but we don't see what you have to go through in order to get here today. Four years is a long time not to close a deal. When I was when I started back in August of 2020, it took me 18 months just to close one deal. And it closed right before I made my mind up to even stop doing real estate. But when it closed, I didn't believe it because it, it took me so long. I, I didn't become the person that I needed to become in order to close more deals. Four years is a lot of wisdom, it's a lot of knowledge, it's a lot of failures, a lot of hard times that you really have to go through. But you never quit. Where does this drive come from? Um, you know, I mean, there's a um, what what uh, just well, I don't know how the saying goes, but it's you know um, more uh, more successful people come from uh, poverty, mm. right? Mm-hmm. I've heard, and so I think that I think that's what it was. I mean, I, I that that the story I recall as a child is, um, you know, uh, I I was with a group of friends, and they were all on bikes and skateboards, and I was the only one running along with them because mm-hmm. my parents couldn't afford a bike and couldn't afford a skateboard, and so that day I said, I'm never going to put my kids through this. My kids will never. My kids will never be that one that doesn't have a skateboard and doesn't have a bike, you know. Because I dealt with it myself. My kids will never deal with that. And so, you know, all the things that I dealt with as a child, I'm at. I didn't have much, you know. It just, it just said. I said, I'm not. I'm going to work hard, and I'm going to get something in life. There's enough out there for everybody, and I'm going to get my piece. Mm. The drive comes from, you know. I mean, the, the struggle, the struggle, as a kid. You know, just it, it just opened my eyes to I don't want to live this life and I don't want my kids to live this life, you know. Mm-hmm. I had to write that down. Excuse me. So when I was looking down and I was right, I had to write that down. Successful people, so successful people comes from poverty. That's because we, we understand what we've been through. And oftentimes it's, it's us dealing with that and recognizing why we're here. Why what has happened? What? What can we do to change our lives for the better? And, and, it's, and it's, that's different. That's different. 
Michael, that is really special that you re recognize that because the man you are today is not because of today. The man you are today is because of your past and everything that you've been through, your failures, your lesson, the way you grew up, the way you had to learn, the way, the way you had to adapt, the way you had to learn how to be a man. Yeah. How, how were you able? I apologize. I just I just come. I just cut you off. No, no. You know what? It's me. I'm cutting you off. I apologize. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> question. That's one, that's one thing I'm trying to work on because I do that a lot and I, I'm trying to work on that. Go ahead and finish your question. I, I apologize, Terrell. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I feel like you was about to say something powerful. I, I, I probably was, you know, but I don't, I, you know, I, I think the thing is like, you know, I think we, and, and, and one thing is I'm not, I'm not good at remembering the sayings, but I get, I get the point of the sayings, right? So mm. you know, the, 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 the one of the, one of the things I remember hearing too is that um, wealth creates comfort and comfort creates uh, I don't, I, it's not poverty, but it's somewhere along those lines. And that's the cycle, right? So poverty creates, uh, what do you say? Motivation, uh -huh. which creates success, mm -hmm. which creates wealth. Mm -hmm. And the cycle goes back to, you know, I don't know the steps between it, but it goes back to poverty, right? It goes back to, it goes back to, okay, so now you get comfortable and then, so it's like, it's a gener the gener the generational thing. And I think that was the thing, you know, I mean, I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to live this life. I'm not going to, I've seen I, everybody, you know, most of the people that I see grow growing up struggle to pay their bills. And I always thought I'm not going to, I'm not going to struggle to pay my bills. I'm going to make sure that my, I'm going to make sure that my bills are paid. And then I have money to go out and have a good time and enjoy myself. You know, I remember I was 15 years old and I told somebody that I said, I'm not going to live this life forever. You know, I see people struggling to pay their bills and, you know, it's like that's all they that's all they can live for is just to pay their bills. I say, I'm not going to I'm not going to live that life. I don't want to live that life. Fifteen years old and you still remember what you said. And you still I remember I, I remember who I said it to. I remember the exact way I said it. I remember exactly where I was at. I remember my age. I remember I was very, very I remember very vividly seeing that mm, what where, where where did that memory come from like how do you remember that one specific day specific time for the rest of your life you know what i mean i think it was a declaration that was a declaration a declaration that i stood by i felt it <clears throat> i felt it deep inside my heart and it was a declaration that i made and i i, I outspoke it and so mm. i think that's why i remember it so vividly I'll never forget it. Mm. That what I've learned is that it's it's always in us. The person that we are today has always been the person that's, that that we have grew into. But it's really recognizing why we this person. I was on the phone with my coach, uh, the coach that had coached me in middle school. He was like, "Man, Terrell, every time you should see you, he was like, "Man, you just smiling. You you just smiling." He was like, "Man, I was starting to think something was wrong with you." <laughs> Yeah, I'll always be happy. <laughs> That's not the truth. That's what he said. He was like, why is he always happy? But he told me he was like, he learned from me how to how to accept things and, and really control what you can control. Because oftentimes when things are happening, we get in our feelings because we are out of control. But I, I've been this person, but I didn't know why I was this person until I, until I became a man, became more aware. 
exactly. Totally agree. How do but you- I think that, that that's the thing is it's all it's all a matter of perspective, you know, and 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 mm-hmm. and you know, I think everybody um, has has their own belief system. Um, I think you know, I've I've found my belief system, and I I've learned to have faith in the unknown, you know, and and so I think that's what nowadays keeps me going, even though things aren't always going the way I planned them to go, the way I thought they were going to go. It's what keeps me from quitting because having faith, um, it's the ability to continue moving on um, though you don't know the outcome. Right. So you keep that faith. Okay. I'm going to continue doing this. It's going to get, it's, it's, it's foggy. It's, it's not clear where I'm going or what's going to happen, but I know where I'm trying to get. And I know my, my actions, what I'm trying to accomplish through my actions and my faith is what keeps me going. Mm. And that's how you're able to persevere through hard times when the times is not going your way. Yeah, it's, it's through faith, you know, and I'll tell you that I, I, I read the Bible. I I'll drop to my knees and I'll pray, you know, and um, you know, it's, it's just, and, 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 that, and that's all, that's all, that's all faith. You know, I mean, everybody, everybody has to have their way of staying mentally strong, you know, and that's, and that's my way of doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what helps. That's what separates people from a lot. We just lose faith within the journey. The journey is not going to go your way. It's not, it's not going to go your way a hundred percent of the time. But it's preparing you to be the person to accept what is about to come to you. You had to start at 15. But yeah, how old are you now? You my um, 43. 43. You had to start at 15. And, and the thought is still ingrained and it's buried in your mind at the age of 43. The only thing that has changed is time. And the way you have developed within yourself. You know the funny the funny thing is that um, you know I feel that faith is faith is 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 very important, and uh, you know it, it's like you said, you know things aren't always clear, and and the path to success isn't always a straight line. Um, you know I mean it, people people don't see the struggle, but you know as you're going through, you're trying to 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 be successful, you're trying to accomplish a goal. Um, you know, I wish I had an easel board, but, you know, a lot of people think it's, it's okay. You're going to start here and hold on. Let me see. There you go. There you go. You're going to start here and your, your success is a straight line, which is going to be here, but this is your beginning point. This is success, but that, that line, but to, but to get from your beginning to your, 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 your goal, is it going to be a straight line? It's going to go like this and you're going to go through all these hoops and all, all these winding roads till you get to success. Mm. Right. But that's the thing is that while you're going through all these hoops and winding roads, you got to keep your faith. You've got to stay mentally strong and just don't give up. Keep going. As easy as as that sounds, it's not that simple. You gotta, well, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta support the effort. 
got to live it. No, you've got to live it. You've got to live it. I think that's the biggest thing. And like I said, you know, I can continue pointing to this, these, these white hairs and, you know, it, it's, the, you know, the wisdom. And, you know, the reason that the reason that I am now who I am is because I lived it, you know, mm-hmm. I've, I've failed and failed and failed and failed and tried to try to accomplish things and failed and tried to accomplish things and failed. And, you know, after going through it, you know, I see, you know, all the things that I'm talking about, all the things that I've experienced in life. And, you know, all the things that I'm telling you, like, such as, you know, the beginning point, the end point, and all the curvy roads and everything are things that I saw. And I understand it now. When I see it, I understand it now. And I say, yes, that's totally true. I lived it. So I understand it. As a young man, you know, before I had all the knowledge, all the wisdom, <laughs> I, uh, I didn't get it. When I heard that thing, I said, I don't understand. I just didn't hit me. It just, just didn't hit home. But now that I've been through all of it, and I understand the winding roads that go between you know, the starting point and your goal, you know, it's just, it's just a part of, of, of being successful and accomplishing that goal, you know? So, I mean, I look at like, you know, I mean, I was, I have, you know, I mean, there's just, I, I, I you know, starting off, starting off being on welfare to growing up and actually, you know, accomplishing things in life, you know, it was, it wasn't a straight, it wasn't a straight line, <laughs> you know, there were, there were bumpy roads and, you know, and, and, and everything else I had to go through. Mm. And and the man you are today is because of what you had to go through. And it's so special that you recognizing this because you understand what you needed to learn in order to be the person you are today. What was that one thing that registered to you that you heard when you was younger, but it registered to you when you got older? What was that one thing? Um she's there's just there's just so much. I mean I think, I think the, I mean, I think everything that I heard, everything that I was told as a young man, it, it, it stuck with me. And I heard a lot of things from people that I admired. And when I heard a lot of things from people that I admired, I held to it. Though I didn't understand it, I held to it. And uh, after I've actually experienced it and been through it, you know, it came to light. It's okay. It's true. But, you know, just the people that I admire, they give me advice and they, they, they tell me things or even, you know, I mean, the self-help books. I've read so many books. You know, I mean, the first book that I read that really, really changed my life was Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And, oh, you know, that, that book. do you have that? Do you have that book? I have that one, but I, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. That's a good book. That book changed my life. <laughs> that I, I'm not I, I as a child, I've always well, I've always been I, I like to consider myself intelligent, but as a child, I wasn't very, I, I wasn't too worried about education. I wasn't reading books. I didn't care about going to school, you know? And, um, so when I think I was 20, about 21, um, one of the managers at the company that I worked for, he, um, great guy, um, uh, just gave me so much knowledge in life, not just about how to handle myself on the job and how to perform the job, but you know, how to, how to be a man, you know, and how to, how to, how to be successful in life. I really thank God that that he put me put that gentleman in my life as my mentor. And that guy just took me under his wing and taught me a whole lot. And the things that he told me, the thing that that would be that I would have to say is the first. The first time that somebody actually took me under their wing and taught me something and it just stood with me for the rest of my life. Stood with me for the rest of my life. And it, that, that changed my life. He, he, he recommended that book to me. 
and he actually read it with me me and him read it together and then we and we'd have discussions about it and that book just changed my life you know it just changed mm. my life yeah hey. well, well, okay, let me let me say okay okay wait. to answer your question there's one thing there's one thing that somebody told me okay and i i think i was about uh 17 18 years old and uh this one guy told me he said he was a counselor i was in job corps and he was a counselor and i told him i'm done i'm quitting i'm going home i was there for like a week um he said he said i'm done i'm quitting i'm going home he said you know um he said you're a quitter and if you continue on the path of quitting you're going to do it for the rest of your life it's much easier to quit than it is to continue on to try to succeed so that's one thing i remember that and that's one thing that that just stuck with me it stuck with me when he said that I still quit. I quit Job Corps. I still quit. <laughs> I still quit Job Corps. I said, ah, I don't care. I want to be here. I quit Job Corps. But that stuck with me for the rest of my life. <laughs> he said, he said, if you quit, if you quit, you're, you're a quitter. He said, you're a quitter. And if you quit now, you're you're going to continue quitting for the rest of your life. And I thought about that. I still quit Job Corps, but still, it stuck with me for the rest of my life. I, did, I still, till this day, I say, you know what? It's much easier to quit than it is to continue on and try to succeed. And that's where that drive came from. That one statement that you didn't understand, but it resonated with you for so long. And now this is the person that you are, the man that you are today because of your resiliency of not quitting. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. And you know, that's what I mentioned the mentor that I had, uh, the manager took me under his wing. Uh, one of the things that he told me is, um, is the second time he, he, that I heard this because the first time was this guy who said, you know, it's easy to quit. And if you quit now, you're going to be a quitter for the rest of your life. Um, the manager, the manager took me under his wing. He said, um, he said, you need, you need to, uh, dedicate yourself to something. He said, you need to dedicate yourself to something. And if you don't dedicate yourself to something, you're never going to get anywhere. So that means you, you you find something, you stick with it, and you don't quit, no matter what happens. If you don't, if you can't dedicate yourself to that to that one thing, you're never going to accomplish anything. And it stuck with me. I mean, I, and honestly, I took that information and I stuck with my job because um, I have a job for uh, I had a job for 23 years. That was my career. And uh, prior to that, I started that job at 20. But prior to that, I worked like in between between 15 and 20. I worked like. I'd say like 50 jobs, like 50 jobs. As long as I stuck with the job was like a week. Mm-hmm. There was one job, there was one job that I was at for about two and a half months, but that was the longest. So I had like 50 jobs between 15 and 20 years old. I only, I was only with them for like a week, a month, something like that. Right. And so when he, when, they, when, when he told me that I said, okay, so I dedicated myself to my job. I dedicated myself to my education. I dedicated myself to my kids, to my wife. And I look at where I'm at today. After so many years of dedication, it actually paid off. Ooh, Michael, that's very interesting. I had a thought. I had a thought today, bro. And I don't know why. Why I start thinking this, but I was actually thinking. I'm like, okay, I've been doing this for like two and a half years. I've been consistent for two and a half years. I'm seeing the numbers going up. I'm seeing the the message touching a lot of people. But then I'm like, why? Why am I doing it? Why? Why am I doing everything that I'm doing? And I really got to dive in deep. I really got to understand like the reason behind the journey. The journey is to prepare you for the success that has yet to come. 
If you quit before you even start, if you quit as you're starting, if you quit when things get difficult, you will never be the person that you need to become in order to handle everything that's presented to you. So then exactly. I, really, I really got to like diving deep within myself. I'm like, oh, okay. That make a lot of sense. I, I have the knowledge. I have the education. I have the confidence. But do I have the consistency? Do I have the patience? Do I have the understanding of why I'm doing things today to prepare for years to come? Yes. To answer to answer that question, yes, because I understand the end goal is bigger than today. Your end goal is bigger than than the, a couple years ago because you really had to restructure yourself to become a man to accept everything that you have been through. Fifty jobs from fifteen to twenty—that's that's that. That is a lot of jobs, first off. <laughs> that is a lot of jobs. I'm embarrassed about that. I'm embarrassed about that. I'm not happy about that statistic, trust me. But it taught me a lot. It taught me a lot. But you know, that's but but you know that that's the that that's that's the thing is, you know, I look at it like now, nah, I mean because I'm saying all this, don't 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 think I, there's never times where I just feel like quitting. Yep. You know, I still even even until this day, there are times I say, you know what, why am I even doing this? You know, I just I, I should just give up, you know, even even with like the wholesaling business that I told you I started up, you know, I, I just I thought well, even when I started, I was thinking, what, the, what am I doing? You know, what am I doing? You know, and, it, and you look at the time that it takes, the money that it takes, the startup costs, uh, the effort, you know, it, it's it's like, you know, I mean, and, and then you and again, you know, you don't you don't always know where you're going when you start. It's foggy. Right. And you don't always know where you're going, but. If you don't start and you don't stay on that path, then you're never going to get anywhere. But it's not like if I don't ever feel like I want to quit. Trust me, there's many times I feel like, <laughs> I want to quit. but the thing is, you know, and like you said, you go through, uh, you know, disappointments, trials, tribulations, failures, challenges when you start something, and 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 that's prior to you getting to the end point. I look at it like this because the the, the Lord God is never going to bless you with something you're not prepared for. Right. And so when you start something and you want something, you know, maybe you're not ready for it. Right. And then so God, God's going to say, OK, you're going to start, you're going to start this, but you're going to go through all of these challenges so that you can become who you need to become. Right. So that you're prepared to receive the success. Right. Mm. Maybe you're not ready for the success. So God's never going to give you anything that you're not prepared for, whether it's good or bad. You know, God's not God's never going to put you in a bad situation that you can't handle. And God's never going to give you the success that you can't handle. Right. So God's always going to God's always going to put you in a, in a situation that's going to prepare you for what he's about to give you. Mm, you know, mm, mm. Now, I like to use this analogy. So, you know how, excuse me, you ever play sports? Yeah, I played football uh, in high school. I played uh, baseball in uh, minor league as a kid. OK. OK. So you had a coach in your life. Mm-hmm. Okay, this analogy that I like to use: God is always with us, but He's given us the playbook for us to learn. But as we go in the field, it's up to us to make the mistake, in order to make the play, in order to do things incorrectly. Because God is—He's showing us, He's preparing us, like He just said, for His next play. Well, how can we be prepared for the next play if we never stepped foot and took the first play? Right. So God, God is, God is, God is coaching us through life. But it's it's the, it's the action that really prepare us to show us what he's preparing us for. 
you know, there's a um, that, that that that's 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 so true because if if you remember playing football, you played football, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Season, your coach gives you a playbook, and you, you got to study the playbook, right? If you don't study the playbook, you can't get on the field and perform the plays. You don't know what your job is, right? So same thing, same thing with life. It, you, you know, there there's ways that God gives us the information that we need. I mean, first of all, you have a Bible. And about the the, uh, the acronym Bible stands for Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth, right? So everything you need to know is in the Bible, right? All you got to do is read it, read it, and study it, right? So you know, and then if you look at you know thoughts that enter your mind, you know, I mean, I watch motivational videos, Real Nightingale, uh, Jim Rohn. Um, I keep forgetting the other dude's name, but I love him. Uh, the guy that was Brian no, the, who's the guy that was the, the radio host? The, 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 oh, Les Brown. That, I love that guy. He's my favorite. I love his story. I'm going to go off. I'm going to go off our topic for a minute, but I love his story where he wanted to be the radio jockey for such a long period of time. He went to the radio station and said, I want to be a jockey. And the boss told him, no, you're not going to be a jockey, but I'll let you, but I'll let you work here. So then there was that point in time where the jockey who was on air got so drunk, he couldn't finish the radio show. And then the, the, the boss called Les Brown and said, I need you to find me a jockey. This guy can't handle, can't handle this. <laughs> he can't finish the show. So what did he do? He didn't call, he didn't call other jockeys, right? He played it to his favor. And then he, he called the boss and said, hey, nobody else is available. I'm going to get in there. And he went in there and took over you the You forgot show. one part. You forgot one part. <laughs> he called his mom was like, mama, I'm about to go on air. <laughs> He waited a couple minutes and he was like, sir, I couldn't find nobody. <laughs> he didn't even call nobody. <laughs> that was, you see, and, and, see the, the, and, and that's the thing is, you know, I mean, back to what I was saying, you know, the thing is that, um, you know, God talks to us in multiple ways. You know, he gives us signs. I think, you know, when you're sleeping, you know, I mean, the thought crosses, the thought enters your mind. I think that's God speaking to you. You know what I mean? I mean, if you, you have you, you, Terrell, you have the drive to start the podcast you wrote a book, you know, these are all thoughts that entered your mind. They all started with thoughts, right? And if God puts that thought in your mind, then you act on it, right? So that's all God speaking to you. You have a conscience. And I think I personally feel that that conscience is God speaking to you, you know, do this, do that. We don't always listen, right? And it gets us into trouble, but I think that's God speaking to us, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, God is always there coaching us one way or another. You got the Bible, you got your conscience, you got uh, uh, hidden messages. I tell you, I don't know how many times I was sleeping there, you know, had a dream, woke up and I was like, whoa, you know, and that's God talking to us, you know. Because mm-hmm. so. it, it, it's very ironic. You know how we can have, let's just use our conversation as an example. The next conversation that we get into, they're going to be saying things that we heard here. But oftentimes when you first hear it, it's confusing. It's like, was you just in my conversation? How you know we just talked about this? How you how do you understand? Like it's the exact same topic, but it's different wording and, and from uh, somebody else, somebody different. But then as I as it continued to happen, I'm like, oh, okay, this is not no accident. This is not a coincidence. This is actually happening, so I can understand more that I didn't understand in the first place. You can't understand every lesson that's being presented to you here. You just can't. I'm boxing right now, and yesterday I was, uh, we were sparring, and so I'm going, I'm hitting. This one dude hit me with the same move six times. 
I said, bro, what am I doing? How are you hitting me in the same spot every time? <laughs> he said, bro, you dropping your hands. I said, what you mean? He said, every time you move and you drop it, he said, okay. I flinch and then come up. I'm like, you hit that six times. The first time he rocked me. Second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. I'm like, okay, some, I'm doing something wrong. Then I got to really ask the question, okay, what do you, how do you fix this? You need to keep your hands up while you're moving. You know what I mean? And, and, and then I got to learn. I'm like, okay, I needed to get hit six times for me to feel first what this feel like. Okay, it didn't feel good. <laughs> next, next thing I've learned to understand fundamentals. We can't do things if we don't understand the basics, right? The next thing I've learned was to, that you can take a hit. But the hit in the analogy for life is that you have to fail in order to get back up, in order to keep progressing. But you can't progress if you never get hit. I can't progress mm -hmm. if I never put my hand down. Because obviously, yeah. I'm doing something right. We, yeah. We're not perfect. We're not perfect. And and it takes you six times. It took me it took me six times for that man to hit me six times to understand what I was doing wrong. <laughs> but oftentimes we need that to see what did we do incorrectly in order to be here today. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's 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 the beauty of uh of of knowledge, you know, wisdom. Uh, you know, I mean you 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 know you when you, when you get hit, you know, you, you, you have to change things up. You understand that you have to pivot. You've got to shift. You've got to make some kind of change, right? It's And the way it was explained to me, it's another thing that was that I was told when I was a young man. It really stuck with me all my life is you, if you're walking straight and you bump into a wall, are you going to are you going to continue walking in that same direction? Are you going to do is continue bumping into that wall, right? So if you're walking, you bump into a wall, change directions, right? So that applies that applies to everything you're doing in life. If you're doing something, right, and it's not working out, don't give up. Just change your direction. Change things. Right? Do something different. Right? You know, I mean that 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 leads into something else I heard today. It was um, what was it? If you expect if you expect to get something different, you gotta do something different. If Jim Rowan. Jim Rohn. If you, if, if you want to get something you've never had, you got to do something you've never done, right? That's the way life goes, man. That's the way life goes. The beauty of it, but see, the beauty of it though is that you know I think I think and what I really admire about you is that it, it takes it takes courage, it takes effort, it takes it takes energy, it takes a lot. The list goes on about what it takes to just start something, right? Because you're putting yourself out there, you're exposing yourself. You're exposing yourself. You're not exposed when you start. You're not exposing yourself to success. You're exposing yourself to failure. You're exposing yourself to challenges. You're exposing yourself to criticism. You're exposing yourself to all of these negative things that you're going to experience. You're going to experience all of these things. But in order for you to get to that successful point to accomplish that goal, you have to get through all these trials and tribulations and challenges and 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 and, and criticisms and everything else that you're going to experience. It's a part of the journey, right? Mm -hmm. But you know, I mean, it's 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 something you're going to have to go through if you want to accomplish your goal. 
you know, mm-hmm. how, 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 how motivated are you, you know, and your drive, your drive is going to determine, you know, if you're going to start, you know, and then your perseverance is going to determine whether you continue on, you know, I mean, you are definitely everything I've done in life. And what I didn't realize as a young man is that I was going to feel like that every time I try something, try something new, I should be good at it. And if I'm not good at it, then I shouldn't be doing it. But no, that's not the case, right? That's not the case. Mm-hmm. Everything you do, you're not going to be good at at first. You have to consistently do it so that you can get better at it. You know, I was watching the other thing this morning, Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant was talking about how when he was 10 years old, he was on a basketball team. And um, and, and in one game or one season, he didn't, he didn't make one shot. He couldn't make a layup. He couldn't get in a lucky shot. He couldn't make a free throw. He couldn't do a jump shot. Nothing. He made nothing. He said, but, um, you know, his father came to him and said, son, I don't care if you score six, zero points or 60 points. I love you regardless. And so what he did after that was he, 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 he understood that there's a long journey ahead of him. But he said, OK, I got to start off with one aspect of my game. And he, he worked that aspect and worked that aspect. He said the next season he came back and he was he was a little bit better. And then he went out and he focused on another aspect of his game. And the next season he came back and he got better. And then before he knew it, he was just dominating on the court, you know, and so that's just that's just the way it goes. You know, and that's one thing I had to learn in life. What I had to learn in life is that I'm going to start something and it's going to be messy. It's going to be messy and I'm not going to understand the mess. I'm not going to understand. What I, it's like pieces, like a puzzle, right? You start a puzzle, puzzle pieces all over the place. You, where do these pieces even go, right? But if you focus on it, you don't give up, you start to figure out and understand which ones fit together and all of a sudden you have a complete puzzle, a complete picture, right? Mm. So that's one thing. That's one thing that, you know, I had to learn as well is that, you know, I mean, when I start something, it's not it's not going to be perfect. I'm not going to be good at everything I start. But if I, could, if I if I truly want to be successful at it, I have to continue on and continue on and continue, continue on. It's like you're it's like the title of your book and, and your branding. Failure is knowledge, you know. And so, you know, when you start something, you're not going to be good at it. But if you if you if you're persistent with it and you want it bad enough, you continue working at it and working at it and working at it. And the failures that you experience are going to give you the knowledge to succeed. Yeah. man i appreciate you for saying that I, I i greatly admire your wisdom and your recognition because that is so powerful I, I i really love the fact that you said everything that you do you have to be good mm-hmm. yeah. in general you know what i mean Coke, yeah. the, the, the examples that you're using are so profound because it, it fits with our everyday life mm-hmm. Just because we're not good at it doesn't mean we shouldn't do it. <laughs> well, well you, you you look at just the basics of life, right? Who doesn't want to get married? Who doesn't want to have a companion, right? But 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 let me ask you this: I mean, you you have been in relationships, right? I don't know your relationship history. We've all been in relationships. Did your first relationship work out? Was it perfect? No, but you got into it, right? And you you went through it. You made mistakes. You figured it out. And I don't know, I mean, it, it, it failed or it, it continued on, but, you know, you weren't good at it at first, but you, you, Jay, deep down inside of you, you said, I want a companion and I don't care. I don't care what your, what your, what your, what your recommendation is or whatever, 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 but you want a companion, right? And, it, and, and if you want that companion, you're going to find it and try it. And, and, and most likely when you're a young man and you, and you don't know, because see, wait, see the thing is when you're a young man, and, and you don't know how to keep your hormones in check. And, you know, there's all this temptation. I was watching a movie just the other day. I was watching George Foreman 
uh, that new movie that came out about George Foreman. He got married at a young age, and you know, then uh, this 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 pretty girl came around, and she tempted him, and he cheated. He cheated on his wife with that woman, and then in other women, and then his wife found out, and then they ended up in divorce, right? And so that's the thing that happens to us as young men is we don't know how to control our feelings or our hormones, and what we what once we once we we have something good at home. But then here comes in something else that's like, oh, my gosh, look at this. And you get caught up in that. Then you ruin with the good thing you have at home, right? That's a mistake. And I'm going to tell you, you tell me one man that hasn't cheated. I haven't cheated. <laughs> you never cheated? You but never I did cheated. get a divorce. I, I did go through a divorce, though. Yeah. Well, you never cheated in any of your relationships. Not, not your marriage, okay? But not your marriage. But none of your, none of your relationships? I don't, oh, I don't okay. cheat. When, I, when I'm committed to a person, I'm committed. You know what I mean? Because wow. now, don't get me wrong. Temptation is here, but you have a choice to entertain the temptation. You know what I mean? So, um, it, my, my relationship now, nah, I ain't cheating because I, I wouldn't want her to cheat on me. Uh uh. We gonna separate. If we gonna separate, it ain't gonna be because of cheating. Uh uh. <laughs> well, I tell you, you know what? But I, but I tell you, you know what? That's the thing is that you know I mean now you, you you I think you think you're one of the few mm -hmm. because I've talked to I've there's just so many men I know that have that have you know, made that mistake and fall into that temptation. And, you know, I mean, the, the consequences that they have to suffer, um, you know, I mean, really teaches them the lesson that, you know what, I mean, what, 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 what I built with my wife isn't worth, isn't worth, you know, that, that, that five minutes of excitement or whatever it is, is being offered on the side outside of my relationship. You know what I mean? But you are definitely, you know, uh, one of a kind. So I, I truly admire you for that, sir. I appreciate it, Mike. I appreciate it. Going back to the point, going back to the point, though, right? I mean, you know, it's it's like you know, everybody wants a companion in life. Nobody wants to be alone and single, right? And so you're not going because you don't know how a relationship works. You're not going to not try. You know, I don't know, I don't know where you grew up and how you grew up, but I mean, in 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 my life, what I've seen is a lot of broken homes, a lot of broken marriages, a lot of broken families. That's what I saw growing up as a kid. So, you know, when you see that as a child, that's really all you know. You know, you don't know how to build a long lasting, loving relationship, you know, and that's something that, <clears throat> you know, if you truly want that, then you're going to have to learn, you know, and that's, what, that's, yeah, that's what I had to go through. I had to go through all that to, to learn. I say, hey, you know, hey, you know, I, I, like you said, cheating, it's not right. You know, once you once you once you once you commit yourself to somebody, then, you know, that's a commitment that you chose to make, you know, and that's your partner. That's your teammate. You know, why, why, why now what you're doing is going behind your teammate, your teammates, your partner's back. How are you ever, how are you ever going to, you look at a back, you, the way it was explained to me is like this. The way it was explained to me is like this, is that you, you are the president of the company. Your wife is vice president of the company and your kids are the chairman on the board, right? The chairman of the board. So you as a vice president are going to consult with the vice president, your wife, and then you guys are going to make a, uh, make an agreement on how to proceed, make a decision, and then you're going to inform your children who are the board members of the company, right? And then everybody's buying into the idea. Now, you as the president, if you go behind the vice president's back and the and, and the board members back and do something, you know, uh, against against or, or not without consulting with them and something that they wouldn't agree on, now you're just ruining the success of your company, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like you apply that to your family, right? And it's just something, something, it's just another thing that I had to learn. Mm. You know, another thing that I had to learn. I had to learn it. I had to learn it the hard way. My grandma used to tell me, like I told you last time, my grandma used to tell me, you got to feel it on your skin. 
You got yeah, to throw that. Right there. <laughs> you know, until this day, I'm I'm 43 years old, and I still catch myself. I mean, and and not, and and I'm not going to say when when it comes to women. You know, I've learned I've learned a lesson. You know, but in life, I always seem to move towards the heat. You know, there's a fire. I always seem to move towards the heat. You know, I catch myself. You know, but it's just I guess it's just in my nature. You know, but but trust me, I've learned. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get burned. <laughs> you ain't gonna feel it on your skin no more. Third degree burns in various parts of my body. Trust me. <laughs> and and I, I thank you for sharing it. Thank you for being vulnerable with me as well because. Oftentimes, you know, we all go through life. We all go through different experiences. The way I grew up was a single parent household. So I didn't I didn't know what a relationship was. I didn't know how to understand my wife. I didn't know how to be a good man and a good spouse for my wife. I didn't know that. I didn't even know I needed to love myself in order to love her correctly. But I did the best I could. But my when a divorce, when it started, I learned so much in compressed time. It was so crazy that I even learned that that quickly because it put me in depression. It put me in a phase where, like, I, I don't want to be lonely for the rest of my life. I, I do not. What did I do wrong? What did I learn? What did I know about relationship? How, was I even prepared? No, I wasn't. So I'm like, okay, how can I change this? How can, for my next relationship, how can it be better than this one? I need to learn. I need to ask questions. I need to get uncomfortable with asking hard questions. So every couple that I came around that was either together for like five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 30, 40, 50 years, etc. right? I'm asking, what is the secret? How are y'all able to stay together that long? They tell me communication. I'm like, okay. Every couple I came encounter with is communication. It's communication? No, 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 no. Okay, there's something else here. There's something else here. But in reality, that's what it is. But they said communication, but the deeper understanding is how can you communicate your communicate with yourself in order to communicate with this person? Because oftentimes we want the next person to read our minds. That no, it doesn't happen like that. Then I really got got deep with it. I really start learning more. Okay, communication, communication, communication. Okay. What exactly about communication is so special? You know how to understand your partner and communicate with them at the language and tone that they will understand it. You're able to meet with them where they are at, where they are at. Rather than talking down on them, you're talking with them to get a better understanding. So I'm like, oh, okay, this, this communication, it is the secret. But if you're not reading between the lines... You're going to miss so many lessons that's right there in that one form of communication. You're not going to learn how to have a, you're not going to learn how to be relationship. You're not going to have, not going to learn how to have a relationship. Michael, I had to learn how to be a man, bro. Do you know that was the most difficult thing that I ever had to do? Yeah. That was so hard. The, the, my, my, the woman I'm talking to now, I want to say this, my girlfriend, my life partner, I'm going to say this, my life partner, she's the the complete, she's me, but she's she's me, but the woman version, okay? And, and, and it's so special because I prepared to have some woman, someone like this. 
right? And and now when I start to really understand why this was happening, because of the back end work, because of all these questions I be asked, all these conversations I'm in, all these all, all the answers that I'm receiving from different people, from different ages, from di- different ethnicities, and it's so special. I'm like, okay, they got an understanding. They got an understanding. This couple over here got an understanding too. Every couple I got, I come encounter with, they have an understanding because both the man and the woman value each other. So I'm like, oh, noted, <laughs> appreciate it, noted. <laughs> well, you know, there's, there's a couple things. There's a couple things I want to point out. The first thing I want to point out is, uh, you know, I admire your level of responsibility, acceptance. You know, your level of accepting responsibility because. Um, in any situation that we're in, we always, we've always I, I look at it like this. I, I hold myself to the standard of any any situation that I'm in, regardless of what goes wrong, I've always got to look at myself first and say, what could I have done different to change the outcome or have a different outcome, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and, I don't, and, 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 and when you sit there and you say, well, it, it failed because of this or because of that person or they did this and that and this and that, you're not going to get anywhere. Regardless of what anybody else does or what, 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 whatever happens, you look at yourself and say, well, what could I have done better? Right. And even, even if what you could have done better would not have made it successful, you still look at what could I have done better? Because the next time around, I'm not going to do those things again. Right. And hopefully it will be successful and it will be, it will be better. It'll be better. You know? And I think that would, that's the thing too, is because, you know, I mean, you look at like, you know, you, you talk about like, you know, you, you, you were in a relationship and you, you, you thought, you know, how can you love somebody if you don't love yourself? You know, that was, that was one of the biggest things that, that was one of the biggest things growing up for me is that I didn't, I didn't, I didn't love myself. I didn't like myself. I didn't like myself. I didn't love myself. I actually tried to commit suicide when I was, I think, 20 years old. Right. It was obviously an unsuccessful attempt. Right. Well, not something I'm going to learn my lessons from to go back and, 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 and do it properly. Right. I hope not. <laughs> I will hope not. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I think that was the thing. I mean, now, now you look at, OK, so I had I had children at 18. I had twins at 18. Mm-hmm. I, I, I tried to commit suicide at 20. Mm-hmm. Right. And then at 20, after I after I tried to commit suicide, I had a third kid. Right. And I was married. I, I got married shortly after I tried to commit suicide. Right. And so here I am taking on all this responsibility. Hey, you there? Hello. My thing just shut down. Hold on. My camera just shut down. Hello. I'm joining you right now. Uh, you see me? Yeah. Okay, I'm on my uh computer. My ca- camera just got hot. But yeah, I'm here. Can can you still hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. Okay, yeah, I can okay. Hear but no, so you know, um, I, I had all, I had all this response. This is one of the things is you know, I mean, when you, when you talk about you know, I mean, my 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 mentality today, you know, um, it stems from a lot of adversity. You know, I mean, I was 18 years old, 20 years old. I had three kids. I was married. I, I, I and I didn't even like myself. Mm-hmm. You know, if I don't like myself, how can I love? How can I love my wife? How can I love my kids? You know, and it was difficult. So you know, all of, all of the, all of those trials and tribulations that I went through in life, 
you know, it taught me to be who I am today. And I love myself now. I love myself. You know, I think God has really, God has really blessed me. I mean, I look at myself, you know, and I'm not going to boast on myself or brag, but, you know, I think I'm a very intelligent person. You know, I'm, I'm pretty good looking, you know, I've got a good personality, you know, I've accomplished, you know, some things in life. So, you know, God, God has actually blessed me, you know, so I, I love myself as a young man. I didn't love myself. I didn't like myself. And so how can I love my wife and how can I love my kids if I don't even like myself? You know, and unfortunately, everybody, everybody it, that, that I was responsible for, they suffered because I didn't like myself. You know, and that's one of the things that you or, or, or people have to understand is that, you know what, regardless of who you are, you need to love yourself. You know, and when you start to love yourself, other, will pe other people will start to love you as well. You know, it's manifestation. You know, what you think, what you think is what's going what's gonna to come. You know, what's going to happen. What you think of yourself, other people are starting to think the same thing of you, you know. But if you present yourself as a person that, hey, I love myself, I, I'm confident in myself. That's where confidence stems from. Confidence stems from the fact that, hey, I love myself, I love who I am, you know. And then when you go out, you love who I am, you love who you are, you love what you are, you love what you're doing. And then you go out in life and, you know, that, that portrays confidence to other people. And then they attract towards you because of it. Mm. That's important. So, you know, the thing is, like, like you said, like you said, you know, you were in a relationship and, you know, you didn't cheat, but, you know, you, you know that you made mistakes. You accepted responsibility. You looked for the things that you did wrong and you, you, and you changed them. And I'm going to tell you in a marriage, I don't care, um, you know, what it is or what went wrong. It's always, it's always two people, right? So it takes two to make it work and two to break it apart. Mm -hmm. So there's always, you did something, she did something, Right. But you know, you always look at yourself and say, okay, what did I do wrong, and what do I need to change? So the second time around, it's successful. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah, very very important. There's a lot. There's many 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 lessons that I've learned. I mean, I got to tell you, in 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 marriage and, and fatherhood, I've learned so many so many lessons. You know, I look at my kids now and I say, you know what? Thank God that they are who they are because, you know, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm like, you know, it's just it's it's just it's a blessing, you know. And I think I think I think that's one of the things too. I mean, because I had a, I had a hard life as a child, you know. I had a really hard life. Excuse me. I had a really hard life as a child. I was I was alone, you know. I really had nobody. And then so I think God blessed me with four kids, you know, and a woman mm -hmm. that loved. Mm -hmm. you know, we didn't know how. We didn't know what love is. We didn't know how. We didn't know what love is. We didn't know how to love each other. I mean, because like you said, you know. I mean, the thing is that your responsibility as a man is to love her, mm -hmm. you know. It, and it takes effort. It takes time. You know, it takes it takes it takes a lot of courage to love somebody. Yep. You know, if you look at when you're, you're a man, you know, when you, you're a man, you're the leader of the relationship. You need to take that relationship where it's supposed to go. And how do you do that? By having the courage to express your feelings and being vulnerable to her. Right. So when you when you find you want to say, for example, you want you want to propose to her. Right. You have to have the courage to say, okay, I'm going to set up all these things. Say you want to do it on the beach. You've got to find the location. You've got to find the time. You've got to find, okay, the ring. You've got to, you've got to get her there and make sure that she's, you know, happy with the scene, with the scene and the setting. And then when you drop down to your knee, you have to know the words to say, you know, and that takes courage. It takes courage, you know? So you as the man, you have the responsibility to show her that you love her and it takes courage. It takes you know, effort, it takes time, it takes, it takes a lot of that stuff, you know? So, yeah. I, man, I appreciate it. That, when I do propose, I'm going to send a picture and send it to you because that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> I, want to, 
I didn't take the video. Send me the video. I'm going to see you. <laughs> I, want to be, I want to be at your wedding. I want to be at your wedding. All right? I feel like yes, it's, 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 it's going it's, it's to be a good relationship for you. You know, the first time around is always, um, you know, and I always looked at it like that, too. I mean, just like everything else, your first time around in a relationship is not going to be, you know, and I, that's why I try to, you know, I mean, because I went through a lot in my, my marriage and, you know, and I always try to explain, I see, you know, I always apologize for things that I did wrong. And I say, you know, I mean, it's it's like riding a bicycle. Did you, did you, when you first jumped on a bicycle, or did you know how to ride it? Or did you have training wheels and you had to, you know, somebody had to guide you and help you out and explain it to you and you had to fall off your bike and scrape your knee and, you know, and they keep trying and keep trying and keep trying until you got it right. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's marriage, marriage and relationships is just like everything else. You know, when you first start, it's not it's not going to be perfect and it's going to be bumpy and you're going to make mistakes. You know, so my my thing is always, hey, you know, I'm sorry for the mistakes that I made, you know, but I got started at a young age. I didn't know what I was doing. You know, I made so many mistakes and I apologize for that. But I was learning how to ride a bicycle. Yep. You know. Yep. So, I I I, I kick myself in the, in the butt for a lot of the mistakes that I made. But at the same time, I look back at it and I say, you know what? I mean, I was inexperienced. You know, I was young. You know, and and I just I just didn't know what I was doing. And you, know? you needed to go through that in order to be the man that you are today. And, right. And, and Michael, you are a phenomenal man. You know what I mean. <laughs> You are a phenomenal man. Good looking too. How old are you about? 31? Would you say 31? Yeah, all right. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't look I don't like to look at myself as you know I'm 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 phenomenal or extraordinary or I'm I'm super successful or I'm any of those kind of things. I just look at myself as being a, a human being, you know, that um you know that God has blessed and you know I'm I'm just I'm average, you know, I'm just like everybody else. I'm just like everybody else, you know. I mean, I'm 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 not smarter than 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 I'm not smarter. I'm not you know better looking or stronger or you know any of that kind of thing. I'm just an, just an average human being here on earth, you know, trying to do my best, just like everybody else, you know. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate the compliment. Yes, sir. I appreciate you receiving that compliment because I know it's hard. I know you're the one used to giving out the blessings, but it's okay to receive the blessings back to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So got got it's a book, uh Go Giver. I definitely recommend it. You haven't read it? Go Giver. Go Giver? Go Giver. G O G O G I V E R. Go Giver. Okay. Okay. Definitely recommend. Definitely recommend. Michael, before we end, I know you stated that you're in real estate. How can people work with you? And then after you explain how people can work with you, we got one more statement after this. Okay. Um, how can people work with me? I mean, if, if, uh, people want to, um, buy property, sell property, uh, I think that's, that's, you know, or even looking at, and, and I'll be honest with you, not, not just in that aspect. I mean, I think, I think like this, if, if anybody, if anybody needs advice or needs help or, you know, anything, anything that I can, that I, any kind of helping hand that I can lend in real estate. You know, I'm willing to do it. And to be honest with you, it's it's not even it's not even about working with me. It's it's about you know. I mean, I mean, w- w- I look at life like this now. You know, I'm a servant. You know, I'm a servant. What can I do to help you? Mm-hmm. You know, me me. You know, what goes around comes around. And you know, when I can, when I can, when I can give somebody knowledge or you know help somebody accomplish a goal, whatever I can do to help people, 
I'm willing to do that. So, you know, regardless of what it is, if anybody has any real estate needs, I mean, has any questions or somebody wants to, wants to get a real estate license or somebody wants to start a wholesaling business or get involved in wholesaling or whatever, you know, they can contact me. I'm more than willing to help them out. And I'm not going to charge anybody for anything. I mean, of course, you know, I mean, if, if, if there's, you know, I mean, there are, there are times where I have to get a commission. But, you know, I mean, whatever I can do to help people out, that's that that's that's my bottom line. I've made a goal. I'm going to tell you this. I've, I've said I've set out in life. I've set out in life to be a servant. You know, my, my goal now in days is to touch everybody that I come across in a positive way. You know, and, and I can't I can't I can't give everybody that I meet everything or you know, um, a lot, but if I can touch somebody with a simple smile or a hello, how are you, you know, then, and it's positive. That's, that's, that, that's what I set out to do, you know? So if anybody, you know, if anybody needs anything, call me, you know, whatever I can do to help people out, I'm more than willing. Man, Michael. So the, that, that is powerful. Uh, I always say I went, when I pray at night, I ask God to use me as a prophet to bless other yeah, you know what I exactly. mean, and th- that's exactly what we're doing. We're serving others to help them believe in themselves, and and I and I definitely appreciate it. Um, so last segment is called Best for Last. I asked four questions. I asked four questions. Wait, wait. I asked four last questions towards the end, and it has to be a quick explanation. With the yeah, a quick explanation. A quick explanation. So first question: What are you grateful for? I'm sorry. What was that? What are you grateful for? What am I grateful for? I'm grateful for my family. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for uh, my kids, mm-hmm. my grandkids, um, my wife. Um, you know, I'm grateful for for all of those things. I'll be honest with you. Um, you know, uh, like I said, as a, as a child, I was alone. You know, and God blessed me with with people. You know, and um, though I didn't know how to handle it, God gave it to me. And, and, and that's one of the reasons, one of the reasons that I am who I am today is because, because God blessed me with, with a family at such a young age. Mm. That's, that's beautiful. Wow. That was beautifully said. Next question. What do you regret? Uh, what do I regret? What I, what I regret would probably have to be not maturing at a younger age. Mm. You know, I think, I think I, I always, I always look at myself like I'm a late bloomer. You know, I think, I think, you know, I mean, here I am 43 years old and, you know, there, there are things that I'm doing now that I'm like, man, why don't I do this when I was young? You know, but I, but I look at myself as, as a late bloomer. So I would have to say one of my biggest regrets is not maturing younger, younger. And you, you are maturing at, at the perfect time. You're, you matured at the perfect time, you know, what I mean? <laughs> never too late, never too late. Uh, third question. How do you keep your composure or remain calm? Um, I think, I think that that comes through experience. I know that, uh, I think in, uh, and this is, this is what I'm talking about me being a late bloomer and maturing at a late age, because up until I think maybe like, uh, mid last year, you know, I, and when, when I really started, um, to make some positive changes in my life, um, you, you know, I, I, I always, I always look at like, okay, I'm going to go into situations regardless of what happens. I'm going to stay calm. I'm going to keep my composure because I, <clears throat> I, I set my, I set my goal to be a role model. 
And I'm a role model through my actions. So if I, if I can't keep my composure through any situation, why would anybody want to want to look at me like I'm a role model, want to be like me? How can I positive, positively touch people? Not only the person that I'm not being patient and calm with, but everybody who sees me not being patient and calm. You know, another another thing you asked me earlier, um, what, what, are, what are some of the statements that stood out to me? Uh, one, one thing that stood out to me is, is you'll never be successful if you can't operate in chaos. You know, mm-hmm. successful men know how to operate in chaos. The world could be falling falling apart around you, but you stay calm, and maintain your composure. Ooh. Okay. That 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 one hit me hard in yeah. the heart. Hit me hard. That Did one hit me hard. You'll ne- you 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 you'll never be you you'll never be successful if you can't operate in chaos. To be successful, okay. you have to understand how to operate in chaos, how to remain calm in chaos. Right. Mm-hmm. So regardless, and, and that's, that, 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 that's a true statement of life. I mean, I'm sure you've heard it's not about what happens to you. It's about how you respond. Right. Because there's chaos. Your life is going to go through chaotic periods of time. <laughs> I don't care who you are. We all go through the same thing at a, at a certain period of time in your life. Your life is going to be in chaos. Life is a life is a roller coaster. Right. You have you have uh, calm, good times and you have chaotic, crazy times. Right. Bad times, calm. Uh, chaotic times and you're just you you have to uh understand how to remain calm during through 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 all of it you know whether the good times the bad times the chaotic times you got to remain calm you know that's that's powerful i'm gonna use that one i'm gonna use that one (laughs) and then last but not least favorite question what does failure is knowledge means to failure is knowledge means to me that um Whenever thing, when things don't go your way, there's a lesson to be learned. And it's your responsibility to accept the responsibility of understanding, you know, what went wrong or what you did wrong so that you can change it next time around. You can make the changes that you need to make, the changes you need to make. Because there's knowledge in failure. There's knowledge in success. There's knowledge in everything you do in life, right? So when you fail, you look at that you look at your failure and you say okay what went wrong what happened so next time around you know hey i'm not going to do that again i need to i need to i need to avoid that action or create another another type of action that is opposite of the action i took last time or previous time mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so knowledge, knowledge is failure is exactly what it says when you fail there's a lesson to be learned Ooh, that was ooh. Oh, Michael, you man, you gave some great information, some great wisdom, some great. Uh, it was just a great conversation overall. You you mentioned how people can work with you, but how how can people connect with you? How can they find you? How can they follow you and things of that nature? Uh, well, my Instagram, uh, my Instagram account. Um, let me see here. You can follow me on Instagram at Michael Ruiz space real estate agent uh Michael Ruiz R U I Z is one word second word is real estate agent no spaces you can you can find me on Instagram there um follow me there I mean you can I mean I, I'm open I'm open book you can call me 
phone number 626-498-7781. I don't mind, you know, so. There you have it. There you have it, Michael, man. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. Hold on, I'm about to uh, stop recording. If y'all if y'all really got value from this, make sure you share this with three people. Make sure you like it and leave a comment down below on how it really helped you in your life. We appreciate y'all.